Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the Cookbook Circle podcast. I'm Victoria. And I'm Hannah. And simply put, we review cookbooks. We take one book for each episode and both cook a couple of dishes, then discuss what we liked, more likely what we didn't like, and give it a rating out of five. Like all the best recipes, it's pretty simple. And if you love what we do, we're now on Patreon. This means if you'd like to support us, your subscription will help cover the podcast costs from the books themselves, the ingredients of what we cook, and in return you'll get some fun stuff. To find out more, visit our website, thecookbookcircle.com, or you can find the link in our show notes. Thanks, friends. Now for the podcast. Minisode! <laughs> Three, two, one, minisode! <laughs> Hi, Victoria. Hi, Hannah. How are you? I'm great. Second cup of coffee. Sitting on Love my bed. Love that. That's actually my second cup of coffee as well. Cheers to us. Cheers. That might treat us better than the gin tins treated me. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome patreon listeners to our mini-sode whoop, we love you. Whoop. so this is Quick a more disclaimer. yeah this is a more freestyle episode we would say rock the we're mic. not <laughs> rock the mic we're not going to edit it really um so let's see how yeah, that goes for us yeah um well yeah we'll any complaints let us know <laughs> if you just hear like a <laughs> And then it comes back in, then it's like yeah. because somebody said something really bad and you just <laughs> cut it out. As if I don't cut really bad stuff out of my podcast all the time. Uh, yeah. Transition is seamless, thank you. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, your transition is seamless. What I'm saying is this one, it's going to be a bit more literal cutthroat. Like, nope, quick, cut it out. Anyway. Anyway. Um, we welcome any yeah. more... We welcome you, Patreon <laughs> listeners, but also we welcome any ideas for minisodes. Like we're happy to just to take anything on. So this yeah. one is um, based on a question that, believe it or not, we get all the time and that we I don't think we've ever answered. No. Um, 
And I don't think we'll have answered it, sorry, by the end of this uh, episode. And the question is, what's your favourite cookbook? <laughs> Everything. It's a, you know, it's the natural response when you tell yeah. people that you have a podcast on cookbooks, as I like to do, you know, daily in the supermarket <laughs> <Yeah>. before <laughs> people even ask. Excuse me, excuse me. I just need to let you know something. I've <laughs> got a podcast about cookbooks. Um, and yeah, people always ask, but it's really hard. Uh, I think like within the season we have answered it within season one we kind of both you know answered that a lot of it was Moro right for season one yes as in a kind of like dark horse but outside of the world of the lists and contemporary female chefs we thought it would be fun to share a couple of cookbooks that we like and we've never really talked about on the pod yeah and that we that are a big part of our lives I guess and we You're a big part of my life. <laughs> you are a big part of my life. Oh my goodness. Um, um, shall I go first? Yes. So we're talking about two each, right? That's the plan. Yes. So I thought, you know what? You're going to be shocked that there's no Ottolenghi in here. There's no Ottolenghi? I thought really hard about it. But if the rule was that we hadn't really weren't really allowed to talk about them on or we hadn't really talked about them on the pod before which I have which is Ottolenghi Sweet I've mentioned yes. it many times I thought I was going to leave that one out because it's already clear that is one of my top books but both of mine nobody would be shocked to hear are baking books I love my, it the first one that has just served me so well and continues to do so is One Tin Bakes by Ed Kimber so yeah, you have it too, right? Um, yes. And the premise is, Ed Kimber was, we were talking about Nadia Hussein for this most recent episode, but um, Ed Kimber was also, who was on the Bake Off, but Ed Kimber was also on the Bake Off. I think earlier on, I think like one was of the first. Was he the first ever? Yeah, no. maybe, maybe. Yes. Great guy. What a guy. I just love his recipes so <clears throat> much. He's He's got a Patreon too. And it looks like he got, he just does really interesting stuff and really interesting combinations. Um, and so the premise of this book is that you can make all of the recipes in the same tin, which is a nine by 13 inch tin. Uh, I think I did mention on the podcast before that I somehow bought the wrong size tin and then just like couldn't make any of the recipes work. And then people at work kindly bought me two of the right size tin <laughs> for my birthday, which has just like opened up a whole new world of um, recipes. And this book is just so good. I think one of the first things that I made was actually for you and our friends Becca and Paula in Kew Gardens when I made those like I think it was like raspberry cheesecake slices yes. which were great um oh, they were great yeah there's uh there's just so many there's a the there's a berry almond frangipan tart that I've made before that is really good I think everything just looks quite satisfying because it's in this like big rectangular like slab you know what I mean yes. and it's just yeah the photography is beautiful there's tahini chocolate chip cookie bars that I've made before which obviously tahini's are, tahini I'm obsessed with and is great with everything but the one of the standout recipes for me is there's a chocolate and cardamom carrot cake with brown butter cream cheese frosting which yeah. I've made several times, but I've always left the chocolate out because I'm just not there yet. And it, and it was like, you know, chocolate's expensive and stuff like that. But the carrot cake core recipe is, I think, be the best carrot cake recipe. Ooh. 
it's delicious and you put in ground cardamom there's oil in there so it's really moist i made it for um my friend louise when she was in the hospital think she thought she was about to have her baby but it Ayla didn't come along quite then and the nurse it, like I made it so that like the nurses could all have some and everything and they loved it it's just the brown butter in the cream trees frosting is a total game changer as well it's an incredible recipe I would like challenge anyone it. to not like I know it. you've made it a few times and I I feel like you started making it since I moved away and therefore have <laughs> I've not had a chance to try it. But it's, every time you make it, you send a pic or you, uh, it, it just looks so good. It's so good. And it was the carrot cake that I made for the wedding cake that I did yesterday as well. I oh, used that it? recipe as the basis. I've done the milk chocolate caramel sheet cake as well. I don't, as we know, don't love chocolate cake, but that is a really good one. And the milk, it's a milk chocolate salted caramel ganache on top that shit is like crack it's, it's like so dime great. bars or something it's just an incredible book i keep coming back to it every time because it's just great for those kind of crowd pleaser days if it's like a barbecue or party or something like that you know there's going to be enough stuff in there as well right yeah and free stuff and uh, it's all it's marked just, it's just fantastic it's, it's also i think book. because of the um i just have this book so i can talk about it as well yeah um I think because it's it's all for one tin. It's so well researched and yes. tested. And he has, I haven't made them, but I'm desperate to. He has a riff on the tartine morning buns, right? Yes. Morning buns. And they look so good. Oh, it's really varied as well. Like, you know, you've got ice cream sandwiches and stuff in there. And you've got like a rice pudding. and But it's, you know, the just knowing that you don't have to run out and buy tons of equipment is just yeah. the best thing. This like huge thing of vanilla slices. I've got so many egg yolks left over. Maybe that's what I'll make. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a grapefruit meringue pie. That Beautiful. could, could be yeah. better than what you made. Anyway. Um, that man needs to do a savory baking book. That's my hot, hot take. take. Yes. He's, all of, he's got three books now, right? Yeah. Um, one this tin, one, one tin bakes easy, easy, and he's just put a new one called Small Batch Bakes out. Which I love that. I yeah. love that concept. Just genius. Yeah, um, make four or five cookies, or he has the morning bun recipe, right? I sent it to you on TikTok. Yes, where it's just he just makes six, or um, is it? Yeah, it's morning buns or something. It's not kind of buns. It just makes six. Yeah, I love that for him. He's he is. Great. He is great. Gen, um, how do you say that word? Ganduya. <laughs> Ganduya. Genduya. <laughs> what is it? You know the hazelnutty chocolate oh, thing? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, For I hope you Russia. enjoyed me trying to say that. But I made the Genduya blondies oh. as well from here, which are great. They just have loads of hazelnut and chocolate. Oh, it's just a great book. Anyone it who likes baking book. and like likes bringing things baked things to like houses and work and stuff like that should have a copy of this book yes agree i would say what's your first one my first one is uh, you'll be surprised to know uh i don't have any baking books <laughs> shocker is it asian uh, what well, uh, one of them is one of them isn't okay um well you know yeah one of them isn't so my first one is uh 
I think I've mentioned this on the, I have mentioned it on the pod, but I haven't really talked about it, but I was like, I don't think we'll ever talk about it on the pod. It's uh, The Food Lab by Kenji Lopez Art. Ah. Um, my, my original food bay. Love him. How have I, have I looked at this in your house? I would love I to look know. at this. It's giant. You should. Um, I'm not bringing it to you. <laughs> it's so big. It's that or the baby. <laughs> yeah. I know. I think it weighs more than my baby. Um, it's got more sharp edges. Um, yeah, it's a thousand pages long. Holy mother. It's massive. And so the tagline is better home cooking through science. So the, the idea is it's just it's like a science-based cookbook but not not in like a heston way yeah but in a um all the things you love he kind of explains how to cook them to the to their best but right. he, he explains why yes so i love kenji and you you don't need this book to see how good his recipes are like he he worked for serious eats for a really long time yeah. he now writes for the he writes a column for the new york times, times yeah um and he he's really good on Instagram as well. He really he shares a lot of stuff. But it's just, it's so in-depth. I think he is a trained scientist. Yes. <clears throat> Didn't we talk on the podcast before about um, the, like, scrambled eggs recipe that he had where you yes. made, like, a slurry with, and that was his word, with corn flour and water yes. or something. And it was meant to make the best scrambled eggs. I don't think I ever did that, but I really wanted to. Yeah, he is all about that i mean he, he really and this this book is that it's him describing his process like showing you all the different ways you can make something so i was just looking before we started recording about uh, the mashed potato section yeah um, so it's it's like that it's not like it, there is recipes in here there's lots of nice recipes but a lot of it is like there's a stuff about knife skills and yes yeah, so the mashed potato one for example <clears throat> He talks about potatoes, he talks about starch and how that works and right. all the different ways that you can like mash them, food protest- processor, a masher, a fork, you know, all the different ways yeah. um, and what and how what that achieves. And it's all, it's got pictures as well. Oh, um, so. <laughs> Vic, Vic just raised her eyebrows being like, and that is my ultimate seal of approval. And that, Kenji. Um, <laughs> and I think, so I've. I've, I just noticed that I've got a folded down page for Italian American pasta sauce. But more than anything, Ke- Mr. Kenjalo- Kenja? Kenji Kenji Lopez out has improved my chicken cooking more than anything. Oh. Like, I, you know, and everyone can cook a chicken, it's fine. Yeah. But, but can they cook it well? Yes, that's it. And like he talks about like, uh, breaking down a chicken <laughs> in here. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> how to, um, like when you spatchcock a chicken and roast it and how that's better than, yeah. And so come to my house for a roast chicken. It, it was probably like that. And also, I don't think, I looked before, it's not in this book, but if anybody likes chicken wings mm-hmm. out there, um, sorry, I'm, Hannah, it's not for you. No, but I mean, I used to love them. I get it. Yeah. Um, he has this oven, these oven baked, oven baked wings that taste like fried chicken wings and they take Ooh. a long time and it involves baking soda and, and lots of drying out of the wings and, yes. and, stuff and leaving them in the fridge, but they're a game changer. Like they're so good. Um, That's and it's just clever. Very clever. Do you have a, a hot tip that you would like to share with our Patreon listeners on what what a good chicken 
a full chicken cooking that he teaches you um spatchcock <laughs> that's it just that, spatchcock that's it. just breaks down spatchcock the chicken it. no spat yeah spatchcock the chicken and then um put it onto an already hot pan Ooh. in the oven so put your like i use my cast iron for example so yeah put that in the oven and heat it up right um and then put the spatchcock chicken in it so then yes. it crisps up the bottom genius put it in the oven and then you turn the oven down so you put the oven on really high when mm. once the chicken's in you turn it down okay um, gotcha and that is is it that's a good tip I it's like a that. great book he's got another book out that i don't have it was on my birthday list but it uh, didn't appear <laughs> did, did i hear about this list? no 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 um, it wasn't a list i was just but I, I always mentioned to Stephen, my husband i'm always like no this is a book that i want this is but he has a little list in his phone yeah, so yeah, that yeah when people ask him um it's called i, I want to say it's called school of walk but i feel like it's not called school of walk oh god because it's about it's maybe it's something it's about a walk it's about cooking a walk Right. That sounds um, like somewhere like I would eat like drunkenly as a student. <laughs> Lads, we're going to school a walk. Come on. Um, but yes, I, it's a brilliant book. I, you, and it's just a really good reference book. So you don't have to read it from cover to cover, but you're like, oh, I want to improve my, I don't know, carrot game or. <laughs> Who doesn't? I know you think about that a lot. Um, and there's, yeah, there's everything. I recommend it. Um, and yeah, Serious Eats and the New York Times is where you can find Kenji's recipes if you don't want to buy the giant book. Uh, side note, did you see that mm. New York Times cooking is starting to do these like meal kits now? No. And it seems to be like curated recipes from um, one of their chefs or one of their kind of yeah star chefs and you get the ingredients. It's a bit like HelloFresh, but like done celebrity style and it's not fresh ingredients to be fair it's like pantry stuff right um how's your pantry <laughs> <laughs> why do we still use uh, that word no fucking nobody's got a pantry i've barely Americans got a bedroom pantries, <laughs> yeah right i feel like you know true um, but i was really surprised to see that kenji wasn't one of the people the, the, the three people that they've picked is a nice like diverse mix but um yeah, I was surprised that they hadn't oh, didn't have Kenji in there. Yeah, um, maybe he said no. Yeah, it's probably I feel like he's spot. a bit like you know he just writes his column, and it's always you know he doesn't churn out recipes like the rest of them. Yeah, he wants to just <laughs> also New York Times food. If you're listening, I pay you four of my hard-earned pounds every month <laughs> so I can access your recipes, and I'm getting I still get ads in the app, and I think that is diabolical. No man, <laughs> they are. Money. No, they're rinsing everything. They put wire cutter behind a paywall. That's a review site behind a paywall. Who are, they earn affiliate. Anyway, let's not. What's your second book, Hannah? My second book. <laughs> it's uh, Honey and Co. The Baking Book. Oh, I've never seen this book. I, I, I know of it, but I've never looked at it. So I'm going to try and not, you know, Just make this all about me. <laughs> But when I left Paris and I got a job in Honey & Co, I bought this book My before... God. 
normally get this woman a Netflix rom-com series. Hey, no, but it all went wrong. Dating in Paris, <laughs> went to work in Honey & Co, one of, you know, London's and lasted five, restaurants. five long weeks. It wasn't anyone who knows me knows that um, I wasn't very happy during that time and uh, felt like a big old failure. As, you know, working in a professional kitchen will do that to anybody for the first time, right? Right. And it was just tough going and I left and I worked in a cafe after that. But in those weeks, I bought this book before I joined so that I was kind of doing homework before I started. And I just, I just love it. I love because I guess anything like Middle Eastern or Middle Eastern inspired is always gets a thumbs up from me. And um, Sarit Packer used to work with Otto Lenghi. So I guess there's that influence as well. But the book is just great. Again, if you love baking, I feel like a lot of what I learned in my first couple of weeks there from Sarit, she has in like these first few pages about kind of like baking tips and like how to know when your cake is done and like, you know, general baking terms. She doesn't like like over creaming butter and sugar to like the French extent of like, right. you know, it's basically like a cloud. She doesn't really believe in that. And all of that stuff is just at the beginning. And it's great knowledge because she is an incredibly talented baker. Um, but then the recipes themselves are just really interesting and really good. And they're from the restaurant um, itself. So, like, I remember making some of the stuff that was in here. And we would just open up this book. And that's what we used as our, like, guidance for making wow. stuff. So there's this one that's called a Shura cereal. And I used to have to make that. And it's, like, these big... It's almost like a granola, but it's with puffed rice and nuts and stuff like that. And it's really spiced. Um, It's got loads of just interesting, uh, what's in there? They've got like cinnamon, matlab, cardamom. There's pecans, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, sesame seeds, almonds. It's just like a big old nutty fragrant mix. And they sell it by the bag in the deli. It's absolutely delicious. Um, there's a blueberry hazelnut and ricotta cake that they make like every day and the recipe's in here and it's really easy. I've made it for people since then. And it's just, it's a great book. There's a lot to learn from it. I feel like I'm terrible usually at reading the little pre, pro, what do we call it? The preamble to a recipe. But for these ones, they're really short and they're really personal and they're, I don't know, cute. And there's some savoury stuff in here as well. There's barrecas, which we were talking about yesterday. Oh, we were I. talking about them yesterday. There's this one thing that I haven't made yet that I'm absolutely dying to. Maybe this weekend is the weekend. But it's Balkan cheese bread. Uh-huh. And it's like this big round tin of it looks just like, I just don't know what it is, but I want it. It looks delicious. It's got feta and like pecorino and leek and stuff in there. It just looks divine. Mm. But again, you know, I just think it's a... Like I've said before, my favourite baking books are the ones that have just interesting combinations. And this book has that by the bucket load. There's babka recipes in there as well. Love a babka. Just, yeah, it's good. We like it. Honey and Cola baking book. Nice. Um, I guess for anyone who doesn't live in London or know about Honey and Co, it's a... Were they a deli first or a restaurant first? They were, I think they were a, a deli cafe. first, a kind yeah. of, yeah, kind of takeaway cakes and stuff like that. And now they have a couple of restaurants as well. 
Um, but they have like one centralized kitchen. They just moved venue recently, I think, from their kind of original spot. Um, but they, yeah, they kind of have one central kitchen where they make all of the bake baked stuff and that goes out to the deli and the other restaurant and upstairs incredibly um, well loved in the london food scene right like hugely uh, and they have a podcast as well yeah um and they do these like talks with other chefs in their deli and they have a column in the financial times and yeah they're just really well known well loved um couple of people yeah, that's the only time i've ever make it making made anything from them is they had a like a what is it a white chocolate and tahini cake is that in that book that yeah that, they that love white chocolate and tahini. yeah and it was so good i made it for yeah something my mother-in-law's birthday possibly or something during lockdown and it was great yeah their recipes are really solid to be fair they're very well tested and there was one thing i made they, they have like a greek leek and leek phyllo pie thing on financial times and i've made that a couple of times and it's excellent recipe right and even just how they cook the leeks is just like oh why haven't i not been cooking leeks this way it makes them really tender really quickly it's just smart smart cooking so yeah i rate them a lot great what's your second one pal my second one is uh believe it or not a japanese one (gasps) I am shocked. <laughs> Hashi! Uh, Hashi by Reiko Hashimoto, a Japanese cookery course. Um, so good. So good. Um, Hashi, which is the word for chopsticks in Japanese. Ah, also fact. the word for bridge. So, and obviously it's in her name. And I was trying to find out whether the Hashi in her name is is bridge or an, another word but um, yeah i couldn't i couldn't find her uh the japanese spelling of it anyway this is relevant but this it's <laughs> good knowledge i'm trying to think of a time when it might you might be confused whether it meant bridge or chopstick, i think there's but... a couple of like um like tongue twisters or in japanese about that okay. uh yes it's just it's so good. Shout out to my friend Stu who bought me this book. I've got his little note in here that just says to Benno from Stuart. Um, oh. And it's probably my most used book wow. in this house because we eat a lot of Japanese food, obviously. But I think, I know I talk about Japan a lot, but if there's anything that I could try and convince people about Japanese food, that it's not all like sushi and, yeah. you know, takoyaki or whatever, and it's, or katsu curry or whatever. And, <laughs> All the things that I would eat on like a day-to-day basis in Japan are in this book and have made my Japanese like day-to-day like cooking like so good. So things like uh, gyudon, which is like a beef bowl or or oyakudon, which I think I've talked about on the podcast before, which is like egg and uh, chicken on rice that cooked in the same, uh, like in the same pan with soy and dashi and stuff um yakitori which is nice it's just it's just great like and she has um she has recipes for like all the sauces and like Mm. she has a recipe to like make your own dashi so like fish stock but like i would recommend buying it because why bother (laughs) that's what japanese people do um uh, and it's just it's simple and it's easy to follow and the results are brilliant um, and it's just like really good 
like normal Japanese home cooking. And she's great. You should also follow her on Instagram because she's interesting. Would you say that that's like the definitive, if someone, you know, says that they love Japanese food, would you feel like that's a definitive Japanese cookbook to have? Yeah, I would say so. If they like, um, yeah, like if you've been to Japan, even if you haven't and you've eaten a lot of Japanese restaurants and you just, yeah, you like the kind of, you know, at home Japanese kind of housewife and that's being stereotypical, but, you know, that's it tamagoyaki which i have never tried to make you know like the egg roll egg roll yeah they have those special pans that you can like roll them into and i feel like i'd be bad at it but um yeah i I would say so i've I've got a a lot of japanese cookbooks believe it or not um (laughs) and this is the one that's got the most stuff that i recognize in right there's a lot of you know stuff that and they know there's like in every cuisine there's like levels of Japanese cuisine like you know you've got yeah. the kind of the fancy um you know all vegetarian stuff that you have when you go to a shrine or a uh, like a traditional hotel and stuff yeah um which is in a lot of those cookbooks which is great but like it's who's not got the, the time yeah, yeah. It's not the day-to-day kind of and the same with like Japanese sweets and and then sushi as well like yeah I, d- I don't know if anybody just at home on a Wednesday night can get hold of like, you know, sashimi grade tuna or whatever. What, you're not doing that? Um, yeah. That is very, I mean, it's very meat heavy, not great for vegetarians. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but, but that is my, in my house, my most used cookbook to the point where I'm just calling it now that, um, I just like move my glasses up like I'm just gonna say something really <laughs> nice um my husband says he won't he doesn't eat the kind of food that we cook from that book out at Japanese restaurants anymore because what I cook at home is better oh my god that is the ultimate the he's ultimate like, praise he's like you've nailed it at home wow. why, would you, why would I bother to buy it that's so good so you're welcome everyone give us the name of that one again Hashi by Reiko Hashimoto. Um, we'll post. Should we post the links to yes. like Amazon for all these books? Yeah, or um, not Amazon, you know. Or uh, yeah, <laughs> I imagine a lot of. The, I guess all of them are fairly. They're not. None of them are new cookbooks, right? So you probably no. get them on eBay or secondhand. Yes, um, that's true. Quite reasonable price. My Honey and Co. baking book. The the bottom is ruined from pepper the cat oh yeah like scratching her claws on there but yeah oh that's fun i feel like do you have any honorable mentions they're all asalengi yeah i'm sorry but he's just bloody great sweet the shelf love kitchen one uh, test kitchen one i've used that a lot because i feel like it's quite accessible um yeah, they're all him. It's all, it's you, it's you, it's only <laughs> What about you, honourable mentions? mentions? Great question. I feel like I haven't it's even thought yours. about this. It's a lot of, um, I feel like a lot of the, but it's a lot of the podcast ones we've done have made it. Yeah. Like, I mean, Otlangi Flavour, I feel like is a great, great one. one. Yeah, that's um, true. It's a great gift 
if if you have someone that likes cooking yeah uh, likes flavor do you like flavor no <laughs> hey do you like to party <laughs> hey <laughs> um i don't have any other uh obviously you know all of jamie oliver's books <laughs> yeah we really yeah we mentioned jamie and and Arsh linky in almost every episode now but uh but but if you um, enjoyed on. this listeners dear patreon listeners and like vic said have any suggestions for other mini shows we're happy to take them we're very flexible we've discussed a few ideas yeah like talking about the bake-off or that show the bear which we're both watching we thought would be fun or like book ones we've talked often about sweet bitter we've both read cork dork and things like that that could be fun for little ones but also we want to hear what you think and what you want to hear (laughs) not fun for little ones but fun (laughs) for little episodes And I'm, I'm I'm currently reading this cork dog to my ten month ten month. He's not ten months old. He's nine months old. Um, he's he loves it. it I'm training it. his I'm training his palate. <laughs> he's going to sit it. the psalm exam and like when he's five, become the youngest of any. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter. He's he's just spitting the wine out anyways. <laughs> um, uh, thank you for listening. But yeah, and we'll post links to the books. Um, yeah and those people's instagrams and stuff Uh, but we love you dear patreon listeners yes thank you for your support and we'll be back soon bye love you thanks so much for listening to this episode of the cookbook circle if you enjoyed it please do subscribe and leave us a review as it helps others to find us you can see how recipes from this episode turned out on our instagram at cookbook circle and if you make anything from the books we talk about don't forget to tag us see you next time bye catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 